Hey guys, so welcome to this brand new episode of my podcast. It's called The Cappuccino, and joining me today is a very good friend of mine. He is a senior as well. Uh, his name is Ishan Dinesh. Hey Ishan, how are you, bro? Hello, Ryan. Thank you for having me on. Glad to be here. So uh, yes, uh, Ishan. For uh, for the, for the record, guys, Ishan is a dating guru. He gives a lot of advice in terms of dating, and I would say he's a pro uh, in it. Uh, or maybe compared to me, yes, he is a pro. So um, he's here to share a few valuable tips along with a few experiences, which would definitely help a lot of people out there. So uh, yeah, Ishan, and let me just state for the record, uh, mm-hmm. Ryan. I don't consider myself an expert by any means whatsoever. I just uh that was on the other end. I know how things don't work. I know what not to do and I picked up a few things and I've helped people along the way. So that's all I'm trying to do here and a lot of people do take uh some value from what I say. So apparently I must be pretty good at it. <laughs> that being said, let's uh let's get on ahead with this. I'm excited. Yeah, he is he's definitely really good uh, i think if you go check out his uh, his instagram it's uh, i i will tag it in the description his videos are really good and and i think when you watch it also you you can relate to it so easily so i think that's one of the best thing in regard with uh, ishan's advice so um ishan my first question to you is a lot of us uh, i mean a lot of people are always in that you know in that zone where we are an introvert uh let's okay put the introvert aside we are simply scared to go tell the person that we like them or so 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 what's your hmm. take on that why does that happen okay so i was actually about to address the whole introvert thing but then you like changed up the question okay um so first off the reason so many of us are so scared to approach uh people i think i can speak for guys um mainly because we're the ones that are always expected to make the first move right nothing wrong with that but If we have to make the first move, we need to understand that failure is not going to be a bad thing. It is not going to define us. And so many times we live with a scarcity mindset where we're thinking, if I mess this up, I may never get an opportunity again, or my reputation is gone, or I'm going to feel so embarrassed, humiliated. And basically, we're making it more and more difficult for ourselves to actually go out there and make a move because we're stacking the odds against us. So a, a simple change in perspective that helped me and like helped a few of the people that I've worked with too is think about it this way. If you have if you see somebody attractive if, if you're in the same um college and you have somebody that's uh, in your class or in your club or whatever that's attractive don't think of it as I need to go over there I need to get a date I need to have all of these results right don't make it result oriented because result oriented makes it very easy for you to think you failed or you messed up instead make it action oriented i need to at least go up and say something right and don't overthink it because if you the more you keep thinking about the perfect opening line the more in your head you're going to get and either they're going to walk away or somebody else is going to go talk to them that's not going to work out so you think more about progress rather than the result and the progress is maybe if you're socially anxious the first thing is go up to them ask them for the time okay and then you can progress to um go up to them and give them a compliment on their dress their style whatever it is eventually you can reach a point where you can go up to them and have a conversation that builds around how you think they're attractive and then you can move the entire thing along to exchanging phone numbers whatever dates and all that kind of stuff but keep it focused on the progress and taking action first so that you don't end up sitting up in the night regretting not taking action and kicking yourself in the butt because i have been there way too many times and eventually we got to learn 
right damn that 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 really made a lot of sense so yeah uh, like uh, so i i did bring up the introvert thing in in my previous question while framing it and i threw it out and since you were ready to address that go for it okay so i don't think being an introvert is a necessarily a bad thing i think there are ways for introverts to be attractive as well but i think the defining line of when introversion becomes dangerous is when it's not about you preferring to be by yourself it's not about you preferring to not talk to others it's about you being with yourself and not talking to others because you're scared to go and talk to them because you have it's coming from a place of fear not preference like a lot of introverts would prefer to be alone they prefer not to uh have attention and the spotlight on them not to do a lot of things in these social groups but if that is coming from a place of fear where you think i don't want to get rejected i don't want to fail i don't want to be embarrassed then that's going to keep holding you down to a point where then i'm going to say yeah it's dangerous because that's that's like social anxiety and that's going to be holding you back and that's going to lead to all sorts of negative implications for you i'm not asking you to be the loudest person in the room I'm not asking you to go up there and always be the center of attention i'm simply asking you to if you see something that you want to do if someone is attractive to you you have to be able to have the courage to go up to them and talk to them or at the very least be create a situation in which talking to them is organic right if you like randomly bump into them in the hallway like in the movies that is a situation that just lets you guys talk but that's not always going to happen and you don't always have to do that but then if you have the um, like i said if you have the progress and you keep taking action it's going to build up over time and you get that confidence you know what i'm saying right right so yeah that's i think you you framed that pretty well uh, so i think now i'm going to put forward another question to you i think this is a question which people often contemplate upon and people do have little closure in terms of this an- answer to this question but you know i think coming from you we could get a little more little more elaborate answer rejection or regret which is better what do you think ryan <laughs> i i would go for both <laughs> both how does that uh, work <laughs> it depends depends on various situations right Mhm. So like okay. if if you if you know a person pretty well and good friends, you know, you realize that, you know, if you uh, you could as in things could go wrong after that. So you don't want to lose that. Whereas if it's a person mm. who you don't have a very good bond with, you can take the risk and get rejected and it's fine. You have nothing to lose. Right. Okay, that's actually a good point that you bring up like um basically what you covered was like friend zone, escaping it. Right? What is the <laughs> risk? risk of uh, you have to weigh out the pros and cons of like oh this is a nice friendship that I have but then I have feelings for this other person what do I do do I risk the friendship or do I just let things stay where they are and the short answer is you have to have a nice little discussion with yourself with a bit of introspection are my feelings going to go away anytime soon can i actually be friends with them and listen we don't owe anybody a friendship right just because we have feelings towards them and they don't have feelings towards us doesn't mean we still have to be friends with them right there's no obligation as such so we have to stop thinking that we owe people friendship or we owe people romantic relationships that's not how it works we take accountability for our own emotions so if you have a feeling that this is not going away anytime soon and i really feel strongly towards this person i can't continue in this friendship anymore then obviously you have one of two options one is you try turning up the heat a little by little right so you're going to start maybe adding in a little more flirting 
you add a little more like um, going out between just the two of you, less friends. Um, you kind of start doing all of these um, romantic dynamic in a in between the two of you, and it's not just friends alone, right? Eventually, it may reach a point, or even in the beginning, if you just kind of say, "Listen, I've been thinking about this a lot, and I really think that um, I have feelings for you, and I don't think they're going to go away anytime soon. I just thought I should let you know, right? What do you uh, What do you think?" And when you reach that point, either they're going to say, "You know what? I actually do too," and then things work out great, magical, wonderful. You have no problem. Or they're going to say, "I don't want to ruin this friendship." Right? I was in a call yesterday on Clubhouse. It's really great. I think you should get on there. You would love it. And I was with um, this um, life coach. His name was Hilal, and he was saying the same thing. He was like, "If they say that uh, I don't want to ruin this friendship or I don't want to risk this friendship, that's the most polite way of them saying I'm not interested in you in that way, and I don't want to carry forward with this." Right? But they're basically saying in a nice way, but they they're not interested. And at that point, you have to make a decision: Do I stay or do I go? And I think personally, I would. Leave because my needs are not being met, and I don't want to lie to myself and the other person by saying that I'm okay with a friendship that I'm clearly not. Because in the future, what's going to happen is they're going to keep coming up. I'm going to be uncomfortable if she's going and talking to other guys and being in relationships. I'm not going to be able to move on with my life, and it just becomes a total tragedy, in my opinion. Wow, uh, nicely, nicely explained, bro. Made a lot of sense. I'm pretty sure a lot of people would relate also to that. Uh, so, Ishan, uh, my yeah, next right. question. I'm not kidding. I've, I've, I've been in the friend zone one too many times myself. Mm-hmm. So you kind of get the the hang of how not to get there in the first place and how to get out if you ever do. <laughs> wow. Okay. So my other question is uh, to you is uh, a lot of people actually don't get over this one person. So how important it is to get over that one person, whether you've been rejected or they they don't show interest or anything, people still cling on to them. So how dangerous is it? Is it like you know staying clinging on to that one person, not getting over them and stuff? So when we talk about somebody that doesn't want us, that's rejected us, that has. not shown interest in us or is not valuing us if we keep pursuing after this person if we keep putting in our efforts our energy our investment in somebody that isn't valuing the investment and isn't returning any of the investment the danger lies in the message that we're sending to ourselves and that message is i am not worthy of love i am not going to find somebody that is going to invest in me and i don't deserve that because what we're doing is basically we're giving away everything we're not getting anything in return and we're still keeping on giving so there's no any person with self respect is going to see that that's problematic and a lot of times we see things with rose tinted glasses because we we like the person so much so we want to invest we're not paying attention to whether or not they're investing back where we just like them so we want to keep investing and the subtle thing that happens is the more we invest in them right the less they're going to be respecting us because we've clearly shown them that how they feel or how they treat us doesn't matter we're still going to treat them with the highest regard i think the best thing to do is if you if you're investing in somebody and you realize they're not investing back you can start uh, either calling it out or you can reduce the level of investment and see how they react because once you start reducing it they realize okay yeah you know what maybe i'm slipping i'm messing up or whatever and I, and they start putting in their effort as well because ultimately you cannot have a relationship with just one person putting in all the effort even if it's 
because that what it does is it leads to resentment you're going to think that your efforts are not being valued you're going to think that you're not being very um your needs are not being met and the other person is just going to take you for granted so it needs to be a two way street so that's how you set it up in the beginning by making sure that they're investing because they want to not because they have to or because you're forcing them or anything like that so so basically never uh, put forth a situation where you're the person uh, doing more making you lesser than them is that yeah so if you're always yeah if you're always doing a lot then your problem is probably with the value right they don't have um, a good sense of your value so the ways that which in which we can improve our value is one is obviously being in their presence and letting them experience um us and our personality and uh, how enthusiastic we are about different activities or things like that the more they get to know us right they understand who we are and then if they if they um if they're very um receptive to our value they're also going to be starting to put in more effort but we have to understand we're not going to be liked by everybody and we have to be okay with that because if we're trying to get liked by everybody we're going to become a people pleaser right we're going to try to be everyone's favorite person and we're not going to really be true to ourselves right the more authentic we are the more of a quality partner we're going to attract because we're being we're busy being ourselves we're not worried about what the other person thinks wow okay so uh, my next question to you is it's actually a two way question uh, the first first part of it is like uh, how do you given the the signals to a person that you like them and how do you notice signals that another person shows towards us okay so how do you know when a person likes you and how do you kind of uh, give them cues yeah, do the well? opposite okay right mm-hmm. yeah got it. so if i like somebody what i'm going to do is i'm going to make it relatively obvious right subtle but then relatively obvious in the beginning few stages right because the danger is if i just keep uh, if i keep it very platonic if i'm just like hey what's the time or what are the directions can you send me the notes and i'm and i'm all about that then what happens is eventually when i do make my intentions clear it she, they become surprised they're like whoa where did that come from i did not expect that but in the beginning if you're talking about um, any kind of situation whether in class or whether you're texting and then they say something smart or they say something intelligent you could be like ah cute and smart i might be in trouble okay so now what you're doing is you're kind of uh, putting it across the frame where you're seeing them as more than just a person or a friend it's a man to a woman frame it's not just a friend to a friend and what happens is more often than not they will accept that frame they'll be like yeah i know or something like that and that's just a, a small step but where i want to go is i want to increase the level of investment i'm getting from them so if they're not even like replying to my texts i'm at level 0 if they're replying if they're frequently replying if they're um what do you call if they're okay with making plans if they're willing to come out with me if they're talking on the phone all of these are like increasing levels of investment so that's where we want to go we want to take it as an escalation and obviously when you're on the date there needs to be a physical escalation as well so that it's not just like you guys never touch um has to how you can um know if somebody else likes you well it's kind of the opposite right like you said so you have to understand that um a person that is investing in us is going to automatically expect that we also invest back in them right a lot of times people are in, like uh, introverts and stuff they're not used to putting in that effort up front 
they don't they think that they'll be seen as like easy or desperate or whatever so it's kind of difficult with to gauge with people like that so that's why i always like um, urge other people to put in a certain level of interest so that they can know that at least i've put in my effort and they're not going to be surprised later on if i ever do have feelings and you don't get shafted in that friend zone because that's what you need to do you never the best way to get out of the friend zone is to never be there in the first place right and the way you do that is by showing interest relatively early on right okay so uh, i think we're running short on time because i like to keep it short so uh, my next i think let's say the last question to you would be um, so a lot of times people think or it's it's said that you know flirting is a good way to you know initially start off the conversation and you know get get like like you said you know to to avoid getting into the friend zone uh, just like that but are you sure like is flirting the right way to go for it all the time especially when you so, want to get mm-hmm. to that person okay so I think the um, hesitation with a lot of people with regards to flirting is they think it is it has to be sexual. In reality, it's more about the it's about the way you say things, not necessarily what you say, right? So flirting could be something as simple as an innuendo or something that you're implying, or um, it's not necessarily what you're always saying. Like you don't have to be very crass about saying, "Yeah, I'm gonna grab your hair, bend you over, and all of those sorts of things," right? You you don't have to say it that way, even though that's like. the extreme it can be very very subtle where if she says um something like yeah i'm a total mess or i i make such a mess when i'm eating my food or and then something like that and then you just look at her with like a very subtle smile and say yeah i bet you are okay or anything of that nature where there is some kind of tension and that's what's most important the tension if um if we're uncomfortable with attention if we don't want that attention that's what leads us to make very friendly polite conversations like the weather or the classroom notes or some something like that that has no risk right so the entire purpose of flirting is you need to take be taking a little bit of risk and see how they are reacting to that and that's the most important how are they reacting to that and if they're taking it well that's a green light we keep going we keep increasing it over time and over the interactions with them if they hesitate or if you see some kind of visible discomfort you take it a step back but that doesn't mean you never move forward again you just build a little more comfort a little more value and then you escalate again because that is the purpose you have to keep escalating all the time you can't just let things be stagnant for a very long time but but at the same time don't you think being nice all the time also is is a good way to get their attention I think the problem with being nice and nice guys in general is girls um are aware that it doesn't really mean anything because a lot of guys are nice to them just to, because they're expecting their attention or they're expecting something back from them in return. So girls automatically put nice guys into the category of yeah, they're they're just nice but I'm probably not going to have anything really to do with them. the niceness becomes much more valued when you don't have to be nice but you choose to be nice meaning you've already shown them that uh, you're not you're not afraid to challenge them you're not afraid to tease them you have value but then you choose to actually compliment them and be like oh you you sing too that's pretty cool i actually didn't know that about you and then you're nice they value it so much more because they know it's coming from a genuine place and that you've shown them that you don't have to be nice but you're choosing to be nice so when it becomes a choice it becomes much more valuable whereas in the start maybe in the bar when you're meeting somebody or when you're going out and you just say that first nice thing that comes to your mind well they they're putting you in a category with all the other guys and you it's it's like a struggle it's an uphill battle from there 
Right. Okay. Uh, one last question. Uh, do you think uh, people like see like you said you know you you approach a person you you speak in such a way that you know you want to you want them to get attracted to you and stuff. Uh, do you think it's a good option to do that over texting? Because usually while texting, no one can really sense the you know they can't sense your tone or they can't sense in what regard are you speaking. So do you think texting is the right way? Although I think. Um... texting is a strong point in my personal game and i think it's a great way to um it's a, i see, i see it as a tool to get the date i hate it because it's so impersonal right like you said you can't get their tone you can't uh, see the reactions you can't uh, assess a lot of things and plus they have a lot of time to respond to what you say right it's not going to be their instinctual response sometimes they might be really excited but they think maybe i should not be this excited i'll hide it or something like that but when you're in person you say something it just comes on their face right so i'm I, i'm not a huge fan of texting but at times like these it is absolutely crucial for us to master the text game right we have to do our best and part of that is just follow the cardinal rules which are um don't double text don't um don't respond too quickly every time and i don't mean that as like playing games or timing your responses i'm saying essentially if you have your own life and you're doing your own stuff you're not always going to be by your phone because if you're always responding quickly as soon as they send a message and they're sending messages like every hour or every day then they're going to be assuming that does this guy have nothing else to do then just keep texting me right so we're sending the wrong messages over there and you want to keep your texts kind of um, brief you don't want to be giving them paragraphs and they're responding in one word because there is a balance that you need to strike like i said you need to be getting investment from them as well and one of the ways you do that is i like i like doing this over text again when you want to get investment ask open ended questions rather than closed so instead of asking uh, for example are you an adventurous person you can be like when's the last time you did something crazy okay and then they tell you about a story or something like that and that has so that opens up so many more uh, paths for the conversation to go you could pick out something like oh yeah, i don't think i don't think this part was true i believe the rest of it but i i think you're lying about this or that's actually pretty crazy i had a similar story and then you go into this and then it opens up a lot of conversational threads and that's important because a thread means well, as soon as one part is done you can pull on the other part of the thing and keep the conversation going it doesn't have to be uh ending with a yes or a no and then the conversation dies down and one last thing it's absolutely crucial that you don't think that familiarity and the amount of time you spend over text is going to translate to the attraction just because you text them very often just because um you guys keep texting every now and then does not mean they're attracted to you necessarily the content of the text matters much more i personally would rather have um brief but interesting fun maybe arousing conversation with a girl over text rather than having long boring conversations with them so that every time they text me they know that it's not going to be a boring conversation they're not going to be forced against their will and i'm not afraid to leave the conversation by liking their message or just like not responding to uh whatever they sent if they sent a lol or something so if they send an investment i'm going to invest back if they're not investing i'm going to leave them. so i'm not afraid to walk away and that kind of shows value in itself right man brilliant man just brilliant the way you uh, put it especially with the examples and stuff really brilliant and i'm i'm actually sure so many people uh, i know a lot of people who actually you know benefit from this conversation so yeah uh, we've come to the end of this uh, fun session so ishan uh, would you like to give any concluding remarks to everyone out there to all boys and girls out there who are afraid or anything would you like to say something 
All right, all right. Um, I would like to really implore the girls, please shoot your shot more often, reply to their stories, or do something because you might think that we might think you're desperate or easy or whatever, but that's not the case. Guys love it when girls take initiative, right? Obviously, it would be nice if a guy took initiative, but if you're waiting around and you're being very passive, you're not taking like action and you're not being active in your love life, then you're only going to be taking what's given to you. You're not going to go out there and get anything yourself. And of course, this applies to guys too. Don't wait around. Do something about whatever it is that uh, you feel that you want. And waiting has gotten me so frustrated and it's aggravated me to the next level where I start blaming other people around me. And then I realized that I have no one else to blame but myself, right? So first thing is obviously taking personal accountability. And then moving on from there is the change and the process. And if you guys need any help or personal advice, I'm always um, only one tap away on Instagram. Feel free to DM me. I try to reply to everyone and I'll try to get in touch with you as soon as possible. Ryan, thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. Really love being here. Worries, man. So yeah, uh, once again, in regard to what you just said, you know, so uh, mm -hmm. uh, some people often say that when you like a person so long and you've not told them yet, what our mm -hmm. mind tends to do is we tend to like, you know, put them into a place where they are the perfect person for us. Do you think that's true? Mm. Yeah, definitely. Because the reason that happens is we're we're trying to we're trying to rationalize our feelings, and when we have a romanticized version of somebody in our head, and it's it's not possible for them to live up to it because what we're doing is we don't know how they are in a relationship. We just assume that they're going to be amazing. They're going to be perfect for us. They're going to be all of these things. When in reality. All it's doing is it's putting more pressure on them. It's more it's putting more pressure on you, and it's making the entire possibility of having a relationship with them more and more unlikely. Because what's going to happen is you're going to feel that pressure, and because of that, you're going to start to become more needy. You're going to be waiting for their responses much more. You're going to get anxious. You're not going to be able to move on with your life, and because of all of these traits, that's going to turn them off, and that's not going to help your relationship with them either. So that's what kills attraction. And that's what having all of these unrealistic expectations and romanticizing them in our head does. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, once again, Ishan, thank you so much for uh, coming to my show. And I'm pretty sure a lot of them will definitely take a lot of notes in regard with what you said. Uh, so thank you so much, bro. Thank you, Ryan. Have a good one. Stay safe, guys.